Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Coger Center Arts Roundup. This is the Coger Center Arts Roundup. We have a very big week here on the program. Uh, we're going to start with something I'm very excited about. We've got Michael from Half Moon here to talk to us about the Banff Mountain Film Festival that has been coming to Columbia for how long now, Michael? Um, Half Moon's been uh, been putting it on for 16 years now, and uh, this will be my 12th year involved with it and, uh, and through a couple of different organizations. And then uh, this is the 44th tour year, which is pretty neat. So, so uh, the Banff uh, Mountain Film Festival is a festival that happens in Banff, Canada. That's in Alberta, is that right? Yeah, it's in yeah, Banff, Alberta, Canada at the Banff Arts Center. And they host this festival and they get, what, like almost 300 films? This year they had over 400 films entered and they narrowed it down to 87 films. I know last year, this year the tour is a set of 37 films um, ranging from 4 to 47 minutes. So just a whole big mix of, of lengths. So the, you said this has been going on for, what did you say, 44 years. Mm -hmm. uh, did you know about this festival before you started working with Half Moon? I found out about it when I was at Brevard College. I was up there, and uh, a lot of my friends were talking about it. I was in the outdoors major up there, and uh, they they invited me and said that it's a must-see. And uh, So anyone who does anything outdoors-oriented, mountain biking, rock climbing, anything like that, it's a really good fit. It's good outdoor adventure films, and then also some good culture films as well. So they run it as a traditional film festival in Canada, and then it goes on tour. And you said there are 37 right. films on tour. Yeah. So they're going to how many places? Um, this year, they have over 550 locations booked. They generally judge about... Um, about a thousand people per venue, so almost five hundred and fifty thousand people will get to see the films um, on average, and then it'll be in forty different countries, and there'll be be viewing spots. That's huge. <laughs> That's huge. And Half Moon is the local sponsor for this part of the tour. Uh, can we talk for a minute about Half Moon? So Half Moon is yeah. what a local uh, outdoor supplier, right? Like local to where, where did they start? It started in Charleston back around 1993, and we have eight locations now between Georgia and South Carolina, um, three in the Charleston area, and then Greenville, Savannah, Athens, and then Augusta, and then of course Columbia, the best location. <laughs> of course, the best location, <laughs> and. So you've been working with uh, Half Moon for how long? Um, right at nine and a half years. So it's been a little while. I, I got it as a two-month-long job to kind of get my parents off my back, and I've been there ever since. So can you tell me a little bit of the history of this? It start, started in Charleston. Um, it, it's impressive that a company has eight locations, but how, how do they get this idea up off the ground? Um, our company's owner, Beezer Moulton, was on a trip to the British Virgin Islands and wrote up a, a plan for starting this company. And he pitched it to his uncle when he got back uh, as an idea to kind of get it financed a little bit. And his uncle said, well, here, let's go talk to Patagonia. And uh, he went and talked to some people at Patagonia and they helped him get his start um, and, uh, and got 
got a lot of the shelving purchased and got a lot of his product. So we're still still hooked into their company really largely uh, as far as support network goes. And uh, it's a great, great opportunity. And we've been able to bring in a lot of other brands, um, which is always really neat. You're an outdoors company. Is that the way that they define it? Outdoor clothing and adventure gear, pretty much. We do do some fashion sort of stuff. We do a lot of footwear, um, hiking shoes, and then also sandals and that sort of thing. Um, pretty much everyday usage stuff, but also anything if you're going on a backpacking trip or want to through hike the Appalachian Trail or something like that. And I see on the website that there are some other events. So obviously prominently featured currently is the Banff Mountain Film Festival. Oh, yeah. But you all sponsor and host some other kinds of events, that sort of outdoor lifestyle kinds of stuff. Talk to us about what the mission is for, you know, outreach to the community and what kinds of other things you all do other than just this film festival. Kind of the goal of Half Moon is our our tagline is our product is your experience. So our goal is to get people out in the outdoors. So at the end of the day, if someone has gotten out and had some good experience outside, um, that's the goal. Uh, As far as events go, we sponsor and put on trail runs and then also paddleboard races. We've, we're actually doing a fashion show in Columbia, which will be a little bit different style uh, on Divine Street in April. And then uh, we'll be looking to do, we're going to try and do a night trail run out at Harbison if I can get everything put together. Um, we'll be looking to do that in September, hopefully, just to kind of get us back out into the community a little bit more. <laughs> How did that idea come about? You just thought, I've always wanted to do that and I'm going to see if I can get some friends to do it with me. We used to do a trail run here in Columbia, and uh, we've put on put on a night run in Greenville for a while. It's called the Moonshiner, and it's always a fun run, and I uh, get everybody out. I think it's a 5K run up there, and they have over 200 people per night. We used to do it for one night, and now we do it for two nights back-to-back, and it's always a really big hit, and everybody has a good time. So we figured if people are coming from Columbia to the Greenville it's we've got a great forest over in Harbison. We might as well give it a shot and try and try and get back out there a little bit. So the Banff Mountain Film Festival, uh, did they come to you all? Did you all go to them? How did you get tied into starting to present, promote, host, how, whatever the right term is? Typically what happens is the host city. So I think, uh, think in, it started in Charleston. Someone from Half Moon approached Banff and said, hey, this is a great untapped market. We would love to bring your films here just to kind of spread the word and just bring this really awesome opportunity. And ever since then, with all of our stores, it's a really good outlet for Banff as well. Um, When we opened our Augusta store last or two years ago, we were able to add a new venue for them as well. And uh, it's just been kind of organic how it's grown, which is pretty neat. So the festival highlights outdoor films or films specific to the mountains? Tell us more about like how, or do you even know the history of how they, you know, have grown uh, over the past 44 years? It started out as the Banff Mountaineering Film Festival, and it was primarily climbing and ice climbing and kind of adventuring type films like that. And it's sort of grown to where there is still, still climbing and mountain biking and kayaking and that sort of stuff, but also kind of into the culture style of films a little bit. There was a really cool one last year or the year before that was about a guy who went back to Germany 
Germany to fly fish in the rivers around the areas he fought in World War II. And it was a cool healing story there. So it was a really neat opportunity amongst the the rock climbing and skiing and all of that to have that culture in there as well, which was really neat. Are these all nonfiction, I guess? you I know that's a literary term, but are they all nonfiction? Or are there any scripted films that sort of meet the criteria, the genre that are also... Uh, Part of the festival. By and large, they're going to be non-scripted pretty much. Um, just as it happens, the people record the film and then they cut it into place. Every once in a while, they'll do some some films where they've scripted it and put it together. And it's usually those are more for comedic value, um, like the, the uh, misadventure of adventure sometimes. Um. Do you have you seen any of the films? Could we talk about the films that are coming this year? Do you know what they are uh, for this coming year? I've looked through them. It's a set of 37 different films to pick from. We'll trim that down and we usually show about eight or nine per night and is, it'll be different films each night. Is that your decision as the host or did they decide what they want to show in each location? They kind of decide and we get some some input there. I know um, one of the kayaking groups here in Columbia asked us if they could show a film that they're showing on the tour. Um, and we talked to them and we told them, okay, if y'all show it, they're showing it tonight. And if we said, if y'all show it, we won't show that film during the festival. Just just so you get a little bit more variety here. Um, by and large, the selection is done by the Banff host, and we get to give some input. So as we go through, we've had a lot of in, a lot of people requesting kayak films because it was a little weak last year on kayaking films. So trying to get some more of those in. And uh, um, I've looked through. It looks like a good variety this year. Um, a couple of ski films, probably six or seven different paddling films, and then uh, so of course some rock climbing films in there. So looks like a pretty good mix. The evening, uh, you said roughly eight films a night. So wh what's the makeup of films in terms of? Do you try to get? Obviously, there's a variety of length. So what can people expect in terms of length of films when they come? Typically, you say eight films, it could be quite an evening. And typically, it'll be about a three-hour showing, um, including an intermission in the middle. So we'll start off with like a five-minute kind of warm-up film, something that's going to be pretty epic and engaging to start off with. And then once once they've done a couple of those kind of shorter films, they'll do a, a what they consider a feature length, which will be 30 to 45 minutes typically. And then after the feature length, they'll do an intermission and we'll have a raffle and give away some prizes and stuff and then go in and typically there's one more feature length film with a couple other shorter films in between. So usually it's about a three hour, three hour set. So we're starting around seven, I think, and we'll finish about 10 or so. And you try to mix it up in terms of uh, the genre of film. So you're going to you oh, don't yeah. want to do all kayaking on the, the one night. Right. We try to try to have a couple of each. And uh, and uh, it's been real climbing heavy the last couple of years, which is always a big hit. Those are kind of high adrenaline films. But we're going to try and mix in some some kayaking and so a little bit of everything. Uh, usually ski films are very, very interesting to watch because they get to ski all over the world, which is pretty neat. The film festival in Canada, uh, do they uh, they put out a call, I guess, and anyone can submit a film? Anyone can submit a film. Um, they had um, 
films from 20 countries submitted last year, so it's all over the world. Um, there are some larger name producers who put in films. Um, there was a one called uh, Valley Uprising a couple of years ago, and that film went went pretty big. And then uh, Solo last year was entered in, and uh, that one actually showed at the Nick, I think, for a couple of nights uh, uh, sometime last year. But it's pretty cool because you get a variety. Some of the films are dubbed because they may be in French or German or something like that. But usually it's uh, it's really well put together, and uh, it's a really, really great experience. <laughs> So dubbed and not subtitled, um, usually? Sometimes subtitled, sometimes dubbed. So kind of a mix there. Um, what what are they looking for in terms of deciding? Uh, I guess they're picking winners. Is that right? I mean, it's a festival. So there are there multiple categories? There are. I think there's 10 different categories. Off the top of my head, I don't know all of them. But there's, there's kind of the best of show, the people's choice. Um, there's best outdoors film, best culture film. Um, and then there's like kind of the other end is like best uh, – um, adventure style films so it's it's a pretty big mix and uh they get kind of the critics choice in there and it's a board of people who get brought in outdoor adventure enthusiasts who get brought in and uh, they've made the films in the past and so now they kind of get to pick them for everybody which is cool do you think that they're looking at stuff for uh is it about content so oh my goodness, I can't believe they're kayaking this river. Or is it quality of the camera work or is it the editing or is it all encompassing? It's a little bit of everything. Um, with that broad amount of films, you can end up with some that are a little less interesting, but with the track record they've had over the years, they're able to get a really good variety. So it's some of it is just really great filming and some of it is really interesting stories. Um, sometimes it's to kind of bring awareness to points that people might not have thought of. Um, there was a neat one where they showed showed a guy paddled down the the Colorado River and as he was paddling down this was about 5 or 6 years ago he discovered the river no longer reaches the ocean so it was to kind of bring awareness to the fact that the water was pulled out by all the cities and people people kind of using water and not thinking that it never makes it back to the ocean anymore so just kind of kind of environmental awareness there but it's a really broad range of of films do you have some fa favorites uh, from past years, I'm assuming if you've been doing this for a while, you've seen most of the films. Some of my favorites, my probably my favorite is one called Kodoma. It's a paddling trip down the Congo River. And it's really, really heavy. Also, it's a really emotional story. Um, but it's a really cool um, story about three guys who paddle down somewhat legally down the Congo River and I have a really neat adventure doing that. And then another one that was really visually appealing is called Deep and it was about deep powder snow skiing in Japan and it was a really beautiful setting and it had some really cool music to it and I I remember those two very clearly. <laughs> um, are there any locations that just brings to mind now? Are there any locations that you've seen in films that you thought, uh, I've got to go there, that jump out at you? There was one where they were climbing on the Trango Tower. I'm not entirely sure. I think it's in Antarctica. I would really love to see that because it's just this neat tower of rock, and it just stands out. And uh, they went down and climbed it, and 
base jumped off of it, which is not something I'd do, but I would think it would be cool to see it. And then also uh, some of the paddling films. Uh, British Columbia has some really beautiful rivers that I've gotten to kind of experience vicariously through these these films. <laughs> so. What's your outdoor adventure uh, lifestyle thing? I imagine that if you're working at Half Moon and you're a big part of this film festival coming in, that you must be an outdoorsy kind of guy. Do a little bit of everything. Um, when I was in school, I went to school for wilderness leadership and experiential education. So I've kind of kind of got my finger in all the all the little different options there. But I like backpacking, hiking, and then I'm getting back into whitewater kayaking. We've got an assistant manager at the shop who has been slowly trying to pull me back onto the river to get back back into that. Do you all paddle, uh, or does he at least paddle locally on the rivers here? Yeah, on the Saluda. Um, he's been going up to do pretty much any river that's running. He'll go paddle. But uh, I know the the Saluda, that section in Mills Race area, he's been he's been really well on to, and uh, I'm trying to get back into that. So, um, I, I'm gonna just backtrack a second. So you said your degree was in what? It's a wilderness <laughs> leadership and experiential education. Um, from a little school in Brevard College up in Brevard, North Carolina. It's kind of how to play in the woods and teach people to do it properly and safely. And then also a lot of uh, uh, interpersonal relationships and that sort of thing, kind of how to help groups work as a team. So I've seen a lot of schools and businesses and and so on integrate some of these particularly – climbing courses and that kind of stuff into team building and to uh, yeah, particularly with, you know, middle and high schools with students getting the skills to feel like they can trust themselves, they can trust oh, their yeah. peers. Um, is, is that a, is that an ongoing thing that you're seeing more and more of that we're sort of reaching back out to the outdoors in order to, um, you know, inform what we do indoors for sure it's it's kind of pushing yourself to that stress limit a little bit kind of opens your mind up and your group up to work together as a team like doing a high ropes course especially if someone does not like heights will push your group to either work together or address issues within the group because sometimes if it's not going so well you can step in there and kind of address like oh yeah I noticed that you weren't necessarily helping or somebody was picking on someone else or something like that it offers that great opportunity to grow together which is pretty cool and I suppose that you learn that if um, you can overcome death by you know that Nothing in the office place could go nearly as wrong. Oh, yeah, for sure. And if you can help each other through something stressful like being going across a tower or rock climbing or something like that, then you can pull together and uh, and figure out the group's strengths and weaknesses, and that way you can work better. Um, tell us again, uh, where all is the film festival going that, that um, Half Moon is sponsoring? So it's obviously here in Columbia. That's happening on March 17th and 18th. Mm -hmm. It is in the Darlamore School of Business right across the street from the Coker Center for the Arts in Johnson Hall. Johnson Hall is a 500-seat auditorium. Uh, and 
that you've had uh, about 500 people coming, right? So For, people should think ahead if oh yeah <laughs> uh, uh, about uh, finding their tickets to the the film festival. So it's here in Columbia, and where else are you all bringing it? Um, Half Moon will be sponsoring in Greenville. We have three nights up there actually. Um, we have Charleston. Um, all three of our Charleston stores will be pulling together to put one down there. Augusta and then Athens. So, and I think that's it right now. And once again, just remind people that the two nights here in Columbia are different. Mm -hmm. So if you're really into this, you can go to both because oh, yeah. there's not any overlap in terms of the films. It runs from 7 to roughly 10 o'clock. If you go to them both, you'll get 16 films under your belt. Is that right? Somewhere around there. So as many as we can fit into that time frame, sometimes more, maybe a little less sometimes. But uh, usually we, we try to have a pretty good variety there. And Banff sends people out on tour all over the country, all over the world. Right. So they're yeah. they're touring with the films. Uh, this venue has its own projector, but they're sending out projectors. They're really a self-sufficient operation trying to get these films around the country. They're road warriors, as they call them. They're they basically put together the films and the equipment in a van and they have a specific system as to how they set them up and and uh, they drive around to these different places and they'll spend two or three days in an area and show the films and they also get the cool opportunity to kind of visit that area and experience it but uh, most of them most of the technicians the road warriors are going to be from up in around Banff Alberta and uh, kind of go out in their van travel around for three or four months at a time and uh, and get to see a lot of cool places, but it's a long, long road, too. I was going to say, with 500-plus places they're going, uh, how how long are these people out on tour? So it's months long each Sometimes each a couple of months. They'll rotate them out periodically, and I know this year we've got um, our Athens night and our Columbia night. One of the nights overlaps, so we've got two showing kind of in the southeast, so there's two road warriors in this area um, showing different film or different uh, showings in different areas. Is there anything else you think people should know about uh, the film festival itself uh, in terms of you know, what their mission is? What, what's the, maybe you can touch upon why is it so important to come and see these kinds of films? Um, it's kind of an idea of getting reconnected to the outdoors. So a lot of times it's really easy to just get lost in the everyday routine of go to work, go grocery shopping, and uh, sleep and do it all again the next day. And uh, it's really important to to see these other people doing it. And it always inspires a burst of people going out mountain biking or kayaking or rock climbing, anything like that. And even if you just go for a walk outside, that it's really healing for you, I feel like. Um, so I know that's part of the reason why they started with the world tour is it's good for people to see people doing exceptional things and it's always inspiring. So, and do you all, uh, offer, you, you do the trail runs and stuff. If people are excited to do kayaking or any of these other crazy events, uh, does half moon help them find their way 
to uh, become an outdoor adventurer themselves? We'll usually give it a good shot. We don't have any guided trips right now, but we're getting ready to put on uh, one of our managers is trying to get a, a kayak football group going because we've heard some interest in that. And I'm not entirely sure how that'll work. But And what is kayak football? <laughs> um I'm not entirely sure. Right. It's kind of like ultimate frisbee on the water. It sounds like so, but uh, we're we're gonna hopefully try and do something with that. But if people express an interest, we're usually looking for ways to help them out and uh, to at least facilitate them getting out in the woods. So if somebody comes and they're looking for good hikes, we'll usually have good ideas of good places they can go. All right. So for more information, you can visit Half Moon Outfitters. Dot com. Yes, sir. And you can also find information on the film festival at Cogar Center for the Arts dot com. The film festival is in Columbia. This is its twelfth or thirteenth season. Um, I think it's the. I know it's the sixteenth year Half Moon has put it on, and I think it's the thirteenth in Columbia. Okay, so thirteenth so year here in Columbia. It's at Johnson Hall, which is in the Darla Moore School of Business, right across the street from the Cogar Center for the Arts. March seventeenth and eighteenth. Film festival starts at 7 p.m. You can pick up an inspiration from up to 16 different fantastic outdoor films that have been vetted from a pool <laughs> of over 500 films by the good people at Banff Mountain in Alberta, Canada. Uh, Michael, is there anything else you'd like to add about the festival or uh, Half Moon before we go? Um we're just really looking forward to a great opportunity. Um, I feel like we've been reinvigorating Half Moon in the last couple of months, and I feel like this has been a really cool way to get reconnected with everybody, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing everybody there. And uh, So come excited to see some cool films and get your tickets quick because they're, they're going to be selling out. We sold out both nights last year, so probably will this year again. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us. The Coker Center Arts Roundup is produced in part by Garnet Media Group, the student media partnership at the University of South Carolina. Information about tickets and upcoming events can be found at CogerCenterForTheArts.com, the official website for Coger Center tickets. For more information about Garnet Media Group, visit GarnetMedia.org. Thank you.